Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jake, can you come in here for a minute? Because we've had Ken uh, on before. Uh, he's the, I'm happy to have him on the show, but if you see Ken Seeley in real life, it's probably because you're in a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, if, if you walk in a room and Ken Seeley's in there with a bunch of your friends. Yeah. He's an intervention specialist. The show's called Intervention. 24 seasons on A&E. And it's, it's gnarly. I mean, it, it is, you know, it, it, people die. And they die. Uh, we joke about partying. And, it, you know, again, that world can be very fun. But nobody ever expects it to run away with them. And there are certain drugs that are so wildly addictive. And nobody. I mean, this is the, the one common thread that goes through every single person who ever ends up in a bad spot with drugs. You never believe you're the one who will get addicted. You can simply do it and walk away. And cocaine, fentanyl, opiates, meth, all of these things, they just have a grip that unless you go through, it's impossible for me to really understand it. I've seen it up close. I've seen people go through it. I've seen them destroy people. Uh, but but you have to go through real treatment now or you're not going to get out of the grip. No, it's it's... It is a complete another, and it's so easy for anybody who's never been in that to be like, just don't do it then. It ain't that easy. Uh-uh. Trust me, you can't trust a junkie. There's a fight inside of that person. There's a need, a monster, like there's a physical addiction that comes along with like opiates and fentanyl and stuff that literally you feel like you're going to die if you don't get it. Right. And so, you know, cocaine, same way, man. Your body won't even make any... Uh, dopamine anymore and and that means like so you get this big squirt of dopamine out of your brain and that's what makes you feel good it's your feel-good drug right. only it gives you a monster dose of it and so you're like this is the best stuff ever sure does feel like it and uh and then pretty soon though you hear people say stuff like i had to do it just to feel normal and that's true it won't your gland doesn't even work anymore like until you do a little bit of coke it won't even give you that that you're naturally supposed to have. So you walk around with this terrible feeling. Mm. I'm a bad person. I feel awful. I'm super depressed, like genuinely. And then you, you go from ha-ha times to only time I can even get my head up is by doing blow. Yeah, you go to, and you go to chasing it 24-7. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. And, you know, and again, opioids and, and all that stuff. Whew, dude, that's, that's a real one. Like that's, you know, and meth, I just don't understand. And I know it's addiction, but I don't. I've never even goofed with it. Well, and uh, Ryan said he's on there now. Ken Ken actually fought meth addiction, like beat it. He's been clean since 89. Yeah, it's, I mean, listen, it's real. We've all seen tweakers. Yeah. And they know they look terrible. Like, you don't even care anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't care what you look like. Your teeth thought you were a beautiful person two years ago. And now you're a shell. 
and you're a weird little insect person who nobody wants to be around and you don't care as long as you can get more of it. Born October 25th, a former meth addict with nearly 33 years of sobriety, he is a certified intervention professional, master's level case manager and interventionist, registered addiction specialist, and certified addiction treatment counselor who has appeared on CNN, MSNBC and all of the major networks, as well as being one of the stars of the A&E series making its season debut tonight, Intervention. Please welcome, Ken Seeley. Ken, how have you been? Good, good. How are you doing today? Good, good. We were just talking about that that weird, dark place, man, that people get. We all, you know, none of us are angels. I, I certainly, uh, throughout my life, have tried everything. But I was a lucky one who never got hung up, you know. And, and I've always been able to, to manage it. And then when you get to a certain age, you go, okay, now you just look creepy, dude. Stop doing that. But, <laughs> but not everybody is as lucky, you know. Not everybody has that same path, man. And drug addiction is real. And it's not just saying I'm not going to, you know, people on the outside who don't know, they go, just don't do it. That's, that's not how it works. Yeah, not if you're covering up some kind of trauma. You know, you, you, you just can't stop, you know. And then your body gets addicted to it chemically and you know there's there is no off switch right and i mean i put multiple friends to rehab uh and you know what of the three i paid for all three have actually gone on to live happy healthy good lives man and really moved in and and, and really grown attached to the program and have kept it together Wow, good. That congratulations. That's a good uh, statistic there. Three yeah, out I know. of three. I know. It's, 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 I know it's not the norm. Uh, just is one of those lucky things. And one of my one of my buds, like he had to go back a couple times and, and get his head together, but he did, and he has, and he's doing well. And his was definitely born of trauma. Like a wonderful guy. And I'm not going to get too deep in his story, but a wonderful guy we all know and love. And uh, but he had a terrible childhood, and it, he really had to work his way through that. Yep. Yep, that's it. If, as long as you do the deep work, you know, that treatment can, provides, you know, you could get a successful life. But if you're not willing to do the work, I mean, it's hard. I mean, you just keep the traumas just keep re, uh, coming back up, coming back up, and then you don't have any other tools to fight it. So you just end up, re, you know, relapsing, doing more drugs. Well, and, you know, the thing is, it's so, if you, if you don't know anybody who's strung out, and, and now it's so scary. Because I think we all know somebody who, who you go, hey, man, you got to lay off the pills. Like, you have to. Like, this, this new world of painkillers and opioids and fentanyl, like, it's, I've, you know, you just, you lose friends. Yep. And, and that's what I'm hoping that people, you know, really grasp on on this new season of uh, intervention on A&E is I hope they really look at what it was like. You know, the, the families tell the story of what they were like then how the progression started and where they're at today. Like, you know, like you just said, you know when they're starting to take extra pills. You're seeing that progression happen. Don't wait until it's the bitter end. Start fighting now and getting them the help that they need. Yeah. Listen, I mean, and nobody starts out as a POS junkie. Like, and, and listen, I, you can, I can't be any more honest. You can't trust a junkie. I, I know a lady, and... Uh, she helped with my parents, and I know she started out this world as a good person and a good caregiver. But in the end, she was, you know, I had to, I had to clip it because she was stealing my mom's medication. Yep, yep. And, and nobody ever grows up, grows up thinking, oh, I want to be a junkie or, I, you know, 
I want to be, you know, addicted to drugs, and I want to lie and steal and cheat to get my drugs. That's that's not what people grow up with dreams of. Right. It's just that how to handle their traumas, and you know, and they don't even realize it's traumas when they're in their addiction. They don't. They don't. They can't connect the dots at that level. You know, they, they're still thinking it's something like, oh, I, it's the best thing for me. You know, that's what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It, yeah. You definitely feel better, right? And and when you're walking around and you don't even know you're carrying this this bad pain inside of you because you've gotten used to it. Yeah, you don't realize what you're doing to yourself. And, and again, I don't even believe that you have to have a terrible trauma. I think that's certainly the, the extra ingredient that makes it super bad for you. But I know people who I think had pretty decent lives didn't even realize what they were doing get hooked up in it. Yeah, and, and that, that's interesting that you say that because, you know, when I, when I got sober, I was like, oh, you know, they would say it's a trauma, it's a trauma. And I had, you know, a really good upbringing. I mean, I... I you know, my dad was a fireman. My mom stayed at home until we were in, you know, junior high, high school. And, you know, um, going on trips every year, um, never sexually abused, physically abused, mentally abused. None of that happened at home. But um, the minute I walked out my front door uh, from 4 to 14, I was bullied. And I didn't realize, I didn't connect the dots that that was a form of trauma. And that's what I was trying to mask with the drugs is... I, I, I wanted to live invisible the minute I walked outside my door, but no human being wants to be invisible. So that balance kept me addicted. Now that makes sense to me. I uh, and tell me this: Do you believe that, uh, like, that because there's now talk about PTSD and um, and mushrooms and and psychedelics? Uh, how do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I was just watching something last night. You know that they were saying that this, you know. Uh, this plant in Africa that, you know, it, it puts you on a trip and um, it's supposed to take away other addictions. You know, if you're addicted to cocaine, you try this and you go on this psychedelic and then, you know, you, you it takes away the cravings. And I know they're doing that with um, ketamine right now. Some facilities are trying that. Um, so, I, you know, it, I'm not really attached to any way of getting into recovery. I'm just saying... Try, try, try until you figure out what way works for you. Don't give up That's because right. we don't want. Well, in this TV show, when you watch Intervention, like you realize that we're talking, you know, everybody wants to put uh, people addicted to drugs. You're, you're, like we talk about bad childhood, uh, uh, no, no ter- terrible parents, no chance to get out. No, man, this is Johnson County here. This is the top of the best of human beings. These are people who started out doing one thing and ended up doing another. We're talking about girls with everything going for them, man, cheerleaders, smart students, and it just goes sideways for them. Guys on their way through college that end up just completely strung out, and and you wouldn't believe they were the same person. That's why this show, I think, is so powerful. Yeah, and, and I and you know I love the way you said that because I, I at my treatment facility I would do trauma eggs you know on a regular basis and you know a trauma eggs is figuring out all the traumas in your life and here's this one guy you know he was brought up in a affluent neighborhood brought up in an affluent you know community and um, you're like what kind of trauma could he have right I mean everything you know the family there was no trauma there like mine. And it was, you know, he was, because he was taller than everybody else, he was made fun of. And even though he, you know, played sports and he was out there in his community, 
because he was taller and made fun of, he held on to that and last and grasped onto that, and that is who created in his brain that there was something wrong with him, and that tape kept playing, and then the alcohol numbs that tape that there's something wrong with me. Yeah, no, and it's it's not up for us to judge what drives people's addictions and what drives them to to be who they are. It's us to to try to show love and compassion, and, and I do f- subscribe to that wholeheartedly. Uh, they're giving me the rap already, uh, Ken. I'm sorry, uh, but man, it's it's always interesting talking to you as an inter- intervention specialist, and uh, I pray that I never walk into a party where you're the one hosting it. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. That would not be a good day. Well, it could be a good day. Yeah, absolutely, man. Listen, it's always good to talk to you. Hope everybody watches Intervention. Season 24 debuting tonight, 8 o'clock on A&E. And uh, you are doing good work, man, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for telling people to tune in. We're excited about this new season. I know, man. Hold on. Stay right there. Sorry, Jake. I know I went a little long. I, I, yeah, it, it's funny. Like, you know, we joke. Of course. And I, I've always been honest with you guys listening and, and anybody that knows me. Like, there's no point in me trying to cover up my life. But I don't feel like I went through a bunch of trauma to do it. Like, I'm just one of those guys, like, I liked experimenting. It, mm-hmm. was, it was forbidden. It was Well, I guess the trauma might have been Catholics. But, <laughs> but in, the, in the sense of anything that made you feel good was bad. Yeah. So you always wanted to chase that thing. Mm-hmm. Sex, it didn't matter what it was. Like, don't do that. Don't touch yourself. Don't touch mm-hmm. chicks. Don't touch your vagina. So you're like, oh, that's it. That must be the best thing ever. Whatever it is they don't want you to do, like, that's got to be it, right? Yeah. So you just start chasing that. And, uh, you know, again, I wouldn't tell anybody to go down that path. But mm-hmm. for some, it works. And, and, and you can, there's a time and a place in your life where it's not terrible. Always. Yeah, it works for a second. And I don't want to be killed because I'm not trying to sell anybody. It's a good life. So I'm just saying, you know, again, I, I, no wife, no kids, a pr- fairly carefree existence, and it's a lightweight situation. Like, oh, it's not the end of the world, right? Right. But then it gets away from you. It starts to tip a little bit. Yep. Dude, it's the, it's, I'm telling you, anything that you sniff, snort, is a bad one. Like, it's just bad. It, yeah, nothing, it, it's hitting a lot of stuff yeah. as it goes. Whether you're crushing up a pill or blow, whatever it is, meth, huh. it just it never goes I, well. Man. I told you earlier this morning about my buddy that was he was in L.A. and it was cocaine was his thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, and that's why I went to the intervention because I remember the beginning when he was like, "I got it, it's all good." Like it was all parties and good time. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember him being like in an alley out, uh, like. Right off Hollywood Boulevard with a bloody nose going, I don't know what I, like, yeah. completely at the bottom. And you're like, yeah, this is, it didn't take that long to get here. Felt no, like it didn't. No. And again, you, you should look in the mirror at some point and be like, oh, look at you. You're a morning show disc jockey. <laughs> you just oh. need a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, you see, yeah, that's it. All you need is a Hawaiian shirt and a, and a Coke problem. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, the world's never seen those before. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. So you just go, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not doing this business anymore. But just, and honestly, it's probably vanity. You go, I don't want like, to be that guy. Mm-mm. So you, you quit it at, at, at what you would consider to be the appropriate time. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I'm too much of a chicken. There's stuff in stuff. Every yeah, other pill uh, today well, that's, that's, in this day and age. It. I'm like, hell with that. I'll yeah. drink. I'll stick to my liquids. Yeah, no, you do, you're right. That's the thing I would tell everybody. Like, dude, any of the new designer drugs, MDMA, the Molly, all that business, like anything you think it is, Don't. you know now they're loading stuff up with fentanyl and you, and you die. Yeah. Like, if you're near it, you it, could it die. Just, unless, and I'll tell you this, if you insist on it, man, go get a drug test. They sell them online. Mm-hmm. They've got them where you, know, you can tell if, if there's fentanyl present. It's just a reagent. And it costs a little money, not terribly expensive, and you can do a bunch with it. But 
I mean, just be if, be, if you're going to be an adult and say, I'm, I can do what I want, then be adult enough to make sure you don't take crap. Or give it to someone else. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's the only Yeah. I'm not trying to give you permission. I'm trying to keep people alive. Because mm-hmm. also, don't do math. Just for the sake of Jesus Christ. You just look like a weirdo. You got to quit. It's not. People Stop. are laughing at you, not with you, I promise. They're either rather skin as pale, they're sweating all day long. You may look at them and think that something is right wrong. They're going, 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 going all so fast. How will they ever last? Grab your sneakers. We're going to meet the tweakers. You'll be all out of breath because they love that crystal meth. Yeah, it's the tweakers. Crystal, Jeff, what are you doing? We started a band, Steve! I can hear that, as can the rest of the neighborhood at 3 in the morning. Well, practice makes perfect, Steve. It certainly does, Stevie, baby. And we got a lot of spare time on our hands, Steve. What with the night sleeping and all? So we're taking this time to master our craft. Polishing our skills. Because me and Crystal are going to enter the Battle, Battle of the Bands. That's fantastic. It certainly is, Steve. We're working on our set list now. Oh, yay. Let me guess, you're going to do some speed metal. <laughs> Um, it, it really wasn't that funny. You, you, can, you can stop. Stop, stop laughing. Stop. You're a character, Steve. Oh, yeah, some good stuff there, Steve. I know I'm going to regret asking this, but what songs are you doing? Well, Stevie Dee, I'm glad you asked. When you came in, we were jamming on some skitters. Go do Simple Man. Sweet old Alabama. Go do some Metallica Inner Saiyan Man. Master of Puppets. Go do some Santana. Scorpion. Black Sabbath. Slayer. ACDC. Saliva. I can see that. What? Nothing. Gotta do some Aerosmith. System of a Down. Smashing Pumpkin. Soundgarden. And the Phil Collins Classic Studio. Could you hand me that towel, please? Thanks. Um, ha- has it occurred to either of you, and, and I want to put this in a way that's not going to offend either of you. Ah, come on, Steve, we're friends. Here, Steve, spit it out. Oh, God. Uh, here, Crystal, here's your tooth. Oh, thanks. Has it occurred to either of you that you have no, well, talent? Who needs that, Steve? We got moxie. We got spunk. Sure do. I'm a Svengali, Steve. Yeah. With my brains and Crystal's good looks, we're going to go far in the music industry. I'm going to play naked, Steve. Please don't. I'm sexy. No, you're not. Check out them hooters, Steve. Booyah. Oh, God. Swing them, baby. Woo! I'm going to go shove an ice pick in my eyes now. Okay, Steve, hit it. We One, two, three, four. Shout! 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 Shout in the middle! Shout! 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 Show with me, baby! Grab your sneakers. We're going to meet the tweakers. You'll be all out of breath because they love that crystal meth. Yeah, it's the tweakers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.